crazy. All right, let's do this intro. Cause... Okay, cool, cool. Hello and welcome to These Charming Men with me, your host, Dusty Smith. And me, Robin Vallow. And today is, uh, today, this week's podcast is uh, a special one again, isn't it, Dusty? It's a, Yeah, it's very special. I'm very special, yeah. Yep, he's explaining who is he. We know he's special. Is it is it needs or is it just because he's our new special guest host? It's Mr. Jamie Jameson. How do you mate? Hello, how's it going? And it's needs, by the way, yeah. That's good. Well, we've established it's needs. Uh, yeah, Jamie's uh, on with us this week, and he's going to be a regular guest. He's one of our mates, local comedian, very very funny young man. And uh, oh, you're too kind. You're too kind. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's going to be. Uh, this week's podcast and it's going to be the usual sort of ramble of nonsense isn't it Dusty? Yeah there are going to be bits when it's just me and Robin talking, bits when just Jamie and Robin are talking and be bits where me and Jamie are talking it's going to be bits with people having conversation really. It's all crazy mix up really but the one thing that you've got to be sure of is there's going to be talking. Yeah there's not just going to be an hour of silence. So uh, yeah do uh, log on and email in any suggestions for future podcasts at these charming men dot hotmail uh, at hotmail dot co dot uk yeah please email in enjoy bye enjoy listen that's why i think uh, the rgu gig went well because it was like a perfect sort of lineup no offense dusty <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't get invited to do it because no one invited me into the aberdeen comedy group <laughs> yeah you're just being blacklisted and you've done it longer than me yeah uh, I don't care. I'm the I'm the weird comedian. I like to think. Just speaking about Tetris and my ex girlfriend. <laughs> That's my whole as long, set. As long as long as those two aren't the same thing. Imagine if your ex girlfriend was Tetris. She just came into rooms in like little bits. Yeah, at least she'd be able to cut some shapes. Way. Oh. How'd oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, know, you like that for that? Tetris? Never they are such a fun. No. Five people need to tune to the podcast. Do you want a joke about Tetris dancing? There you go. I could use that in my set, actually. It's copyrighted. Uh, can I still use the arrogant carrots one? Yeah. If I can somehow fit it in. Yeah. Arrogant carrots. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. What's all uh, that about? It's Dusty's joke. Dusty, you can tell oh, it. Right, okay. I wrote it, but Dusty can tell it. <clears throat> I can't we remember. Can if I can't remember the feed line properly, though. It was. It was. Um. It was after that Montrose gig, Jimmy. I went back to Dusty's, uh. and uh, we were just going. <laughs> it's a brilliant response. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, carry on. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, no, I was. I was looking across. My mum just peeked in the door and just asked me why I shouted arrogant carrots. <laughs> um. Yeah, we came back and I was just reading through my iPhone, like, because I just scribble things in there, like, and it's been going on years now. And one of them was, what was it, Dusty? It was just a joke about carrots, wasn't it? It was it's like, a, what do you tell, what advice do you give to like, arrogant carrots? Don't forget your it, roots. <laughs> horrible joke. It's like the famous saying, don't forget your roots, is what I told some ang- arrogant carrots. Yeah, Dusty thought it was good enough to use. It did make us laugh for quite a bit. Yeah, we did. We were in buckles that night, and then we just started being weird. Yeah. You went really racist. I did. I tell you, RG, you loved a bit of the racism, eh? Oh, I, I was, like, full-on shocked when they all cheered when I said, uh, so who reads the Daily Mail? And, like, an astounding ovation went up for the most racist paper ever. Mm. Oh, they were loving it. I know. I just wish I had some Fritzel or Maddie jokes, eh? I would have mm-hmm. got crowned that night. <laughs> just carried out on, on their shoulders. It's like he's the king of the racists. <laughs> they were, I thought, for quite a liberal sort of uni that they sort of boo jokes based on the Daily Mail. But no. yeah, I thought the Aberdeen uni was the racist one. We'll have to go try and play that one then. Yeah, I don't know if they've even got are there a new union set up or maybe they do. They don't. Just like get, I saw one, one of those. You know those question things that have popped up on Facebook is like, should Aberdeen Uni have a union? And I said, no, they don't deserve it. They did have one, and I remember I used to always laugh at the difference in graffiti between the two unions. Like, because in RGU Union, it would say something like, Bill is a massive knob end, or like, Tasha Wizier 08, or something like that. And then you'd go you'd go to the Aberdeen Union, like, go into a cubicle, and you'd see all the graffiti on the walls, and it'd be like, I think Thatcher was completely right in the 1972. 
whatever <laughs> re- rebate and six is a difference of opinion between like Tasha was ear to like pol- political graffiti. <laughs> yeah, Aberdeen Uni does seem to churn out the Tories, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like. Yeah, why not? Why not? No, I was just agreeing. I don't know for sure. I don't have a list of statistics to agree with you. Well, properly. like all the people that I know that went to Aberdeen Uni all supported David Cameron in the general election and ruined this country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, before I, that, it was fine. Eh? Now we're fucked. Yeah, yeah well, it's more fucked. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. At least we had someone Scottish in head office. People are always going to say that. Granted, he did have, he did have one eye. Yeah, it's probably like the... All Scottish people have one eye at some point, eh? Just depends <laughs> how drunk you are. <laughs> I, I love that feeling of being that drunk that you can only see properly if you close one eye. It's, it's like the strangest but most satisfying thing ever. Mm. That's the, I think that's why pirates always have eye patches, because they're always fucked. Well, they do drink a lot of rum. Yeah. yeah. And it's not it's not to do with that they've got mis took one out in a battle or something. No, they're just permanently smashed. Just shit-faced. And the peg leg is because they know they're going to stumble anyway, so why not have, like, you know, why not save some money on Nikes, you know? Yeah, and it's uh, also the reason pirates weren't angry people who just raped and pillaged. They were just drunk and sort of leery and randy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were They were just sort of drunk and they got the wrong idea. Oh, I can't touch there? Oh, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. Get back to- <laughs> get back to shore and they're pronounced animals and then then they were never really culpable because there was no police back then and of course the hook on the hand makes a perfect abortion clinic doesn't it (laughs) Jesus Christ (laughs) oh dear oh dear hooked up by the umbilical cord yeah (laughs) anyway hook for hands there's not enough of those eh yeah, they're not. They're quite. Uh, do you think? Do you uh, think Abu Hamza was just reading Peter Pan one night and he thought, "Here, that's a fucking good idea, eh?" I've got an idea, yeah. Or maybe sympathised with Captain Hook. Maybe just went to cut a shop and I don't know. Mm. Imagine mm. having a hook for a hand. You couldn't type that well, could you? Well, no, no. I'd I'd at least have like you know, you know, attachments so that I could stick a fork on it or something or. Yeah, like a little oh, whisk, whisk, maybe a blender. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Whisk, yeah. So you're like a Swiss Army oh. knife man. So a Swiss Army hand, yeah. Yeah. Ideally, yeah. Like, not, yeah the, he... not the toothpick, because you could use the hook for that, I suppose. Uh, so. Oh, that would be... That would, that would, yeah, that would make me shiver, that touching metal yeah. teeth. Could have a wooden hook, but then if you try <laughs> to light <laughs> a high fire, it could get set on fire. Yeah, you could turn into like Captain Kindle or something like that. I'm not saying I'm not saying he inv- he's like king of ebooks or anything. I mean kindling. <laughs> uh, yeah, what else? Did, oh, um, last night J- uh, Jamie we spoke about um, a- someone posted up uh, a and e a and e experiences. Have you got any good ones? Um, personally, not really. I did wake up with with stitches in my head. Uh, once, and I still, I, I still don't quite know the full story of that. I think I was, uh, I don't know. We, we, we don't know whether it was glass or rock or anything. I just remember like sitting there thinking, "Can I go now?" And they wouldn't let me go, and it was shit. And I had to like sit in there all Sunday, and it was beautiful outside. Oh man, and, like, that's awful. I know, and the only thing like that you know could comfort me was the old men walking around with their piss sacks and drips and I thought oh well could be worse I just thought of a rubbish joke because you said it wasn't a glass or rock it might might not Uh, it might not have been rock but it was definitely paper and scissors oh oh, humor I'll write that one down um but no I mean um no I haven't got any funny A&E stories I always manage to get the tomato uh, catch a bottle out of my arse, so um, I've never yeah. had any saps there. Dearie me, is that you when did. you stop believing? When you're like, <laughs> God has screwed me over with a fat kid. I am not happy. I'm going to Buddha. Eh? Oh, no one's yeah. healed me. No, I stopped believing because I got drunk on a boat. As you do. Yeah, it was on. <laughs> you found something else to believe in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was 17, stealing, stealing whole pints from a bar. Because no one was attending it, it was on the 
ferry to Shetland. I was on my way to a funeral, and I just thought I was like halfway through sinking a pint, and I just thought, oh fuck, religion. This is much better. I was 17, and then renounced it and haven't looked back oh. yeah well I think the key the key difference and uh, advantage to booze over religion is the fact that you can literally booze is a physical you can see it you know it's there yeah rather than words in a book plus booze is instant compared to religion if you pray for something what's going to happen booze in your hand down your neck done exactly that's a good idea yeah that's pretty much the alcoholics manifesto <laughs> It's better than Jesus. That's what it should be on Budweiser, I think. Booze doesn't judge you. Booze loves you as 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 drunk as you are. You know, it doesn't say like, "Oh, slow down on me." It's like, "Nah, fucking take some more, take some more." You know, and then it tricks you. Not- yeah, uh, it makes you do shit that you don't want to do. I don't know. I think I think I think booze is just a. It's I think it's just got a lack of common sense. Uh, it'd be like, yeah, that that, that fat chick's. She's got a nice face, eh? She's got a nice face. All right, booze. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to you <laughs> this one. Eh? Uh, yeah, that's pretty exactly. much the story think... of my New Year. This last past New Year, I hooked up with Nex, who's got a fucked up face. I like, broke her heart, and I thought this is a good idea because she's got decent tits. So like, I like pretty much commandeered my mate's spare room and then tried to go at it and then her mum phoned her and then she left. Oh. Her mum never phoned her, Dusty. She did, because um, she phoned my mate's house. <laughs> and then he came in and, oh, and then she had to cover herself up. It was quite funny. And then I just, like, I was still drunk and I went downstairs to play poker with my mates and I was just like, her tits in my face and then just swore. <laughs> just swore. Just just about a Tourette's to really... Expel your anger. Yeah. Right, well, I'm going to go for a quick slash. I'll be back in a minute. Cool. So do you have any New Year's stories? Well, funnily enough, I actually do. And um, it was like, I think it was New Year's Day. And um, there was some lassie in the local in the local club bopping around in the discotheque. Uh, divas. I'm afraid it was, oh, yes. Jesus. I'm afraid it was. I know, I know. Um, so, I mean, you know exactly where that story is going to go. Yeah. So, I mean, she's bopping around, and uh, that's all fine, and I'm very drunk, and I'm thinking she probably wouldn't think I was too ugly. So I thought, yeah, I'll fucking go for that. Um, and for once in my life, it actually paid off, but I tell you... Um, Oh, it was a scarier sight in the morning. Oh, Jesus. well, if I if I'd even seen the morning, because uh, oh Christ, I've got her on Facebook. Eh? Right, shit, <laughs> right. Um, so um, basically, I woke up because my pal he'd followed me home as well, so he's sleeping on my sofa. All right, and um, he basically sees me running through my living room, butt naked at six o'clock in the morning grabbing a can of vanish mousse because the bitch had spewed everywhere. Oh. I'm not joking. There was bits on my telly and stuff. It was disgusting. Eh? And then, like, she wouldn't wake up the next day. And I'm just sort of like, I can get out of my house. Get out of my house. And she just would not wake up. Eh? It was horrendous. Uh, we need to take... <laughs> what, 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 what a story to come back in on. Yeah, yeah. We need to take Robin out in town in Stonehaven one day. Oh, I don't think it's ready for him. <laughs> really? I've never been out in Stony because I've just avoided it like the plague, really. What about what about the big old haunt of Ember Burvey? I just really go to the quiet pubs with my parents because they pay for my drinks. I'm like, all right, buy some pint. Uh. <laughs> nice, nice. I like that, I like that. Burvey's, oh, Burvey's, well... Burvey's Burvey, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to I used to hang out there uh, a lot when I was a when I was a kid, but um, I used to always get started on. And I'm not a very I'm not a very offensive person. Maybe I've just got an offensive face that people want to punch. <laughs> Especially people in Burvey. Yeah. yeah Burvey people are the strange lot. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not going to say any more on it because, um, yeah, I'll, I plan on going to Burvey at some point and I don't want my head kicked in again. So I doubt people from Burvey listen to this shit. They're probably too yeah. busy vandalising bus stops and eating chips. Shagging their siblings. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, like, you, Jim, in that way that, like, I go out enough and stuff and, uh, 
things always just sort of happen like around me rather than me. I don't really initiate anything. The last two sort of fights I got in, I was wearing silver shoes, which was just quite funny. Silver shoes, yeah, um, yeah. How did that one go? <laughs> um, oh, it was it was good fun. It's good fun. I think I, I think I hit someone and then I laughed for ages because he'd have to wake up the next day and go, "Oh, someone hit me." Oh, it was that guy in silver shoes. How am I going to live this down? <laughs> I'm telling you, I used to box in the navy. So <laughs> if anyone, <laughs> if anyone wants a wants a flight, I fancy. I'm keen, but like I don't know. I just get into silly situations, I guess. But it le- always leads to material. I think I've only ever been in a fight once, and that was in school when I was in Mackey. And I just started on this guy. Well, this guy was just like insulting me and shit. So I was like, "All right, I was I was gonna insulting. go insulting." I already sent too posh to be a, like a school. I was in fight. first year. I was in first year, and then he was. I was just like, I was gonna go go and hit him, but his big mate, who was like six foot in first year, or well, he felt like he was six foot. He just lifted me up and slammed me into a tree. I got knocked out and then just taken to the. Headmaster or director's office. You got knocked Pretty down. Much, you yeah. got taken to the. Yeah, I got not like I got. They were like talking to. Well, he was off. He got taken off somewhere else, and they were just talking to me. So, oh, how did it happen? Who was it? Bloody blah blah. blah, blah. Uh, it's terrible because I was like, when you're first year, you just cry whenever you get hurt, and that's one of the things you don't do in Mackey Academy. Show any weakness. I know. I totally screwed myself over, right? Nobody told me about the uh, about that you're not allowed to call it playtime anymore. What's this break <laughs> shit? Uh, I was gutted. Uh, uh, look like a right to. I'm standing there like, well, can we still play? <laughs> I don't know how to break. That's brilliant. Mm. Just I'm, I imagine just a bunch of go from primary to secondary. It's just uh, instead of just playing and that, just everyone just break dancing. <laughs> <laughs> they like I was the same. I remember being um, like far too excited because I heard that in academy you got to use pens instead of pencils. That really <laughs> like that made me. That was like the Magna Carta. That was like finding like treasure to me. What pens? But only the teachers use pens here. It was really quite exciting. Yeah, my dad told me like when he went to I think it was college when he was younger. And he said, oh, when's playtime? Just being like a joke. He's like, no, we don't call it playtime. We call it break. And the guy just got really angry over him calling it playtime. Yeah, people... Just these things, eh? Yeah, you, you've got to learn on your own. I think it's quite cruel that they should they should warn... Well, I should have been warned at least two years in advance that pens were going to be on offer <laughs> so that the excitement is quite slow release. And I think Jamie should have been told that it was going to be called... Right, we're changing it to break. It was playtime, but it's going to be break. I'm just going to let you know, use that word instead of the two words that you're used to for seven years because uh, you'll get into trouble if you call it the former... Yeah. I tell you, it was a it was a lonely game of tag that day. Uh, <laughs> were you, yeah, you were you were hiding chasing after seek. myself. Uh, you were hiding and seeking that day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, school was fun though. I miss school. I wish it was more of a a bell end at school for how little it actually matters in the grand scheme of things. I just That's didn't it. go. I hated but it. I, I quite liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it because I did like sweet to fuck all i remember like you remember you got those like shoebox appeals oh yeah yeah Yeah, one day like well like we had a heap of shoeboxes so i built myself an igloo in the common room and just hid (laughs) there all day like i just had this little kid passing me like curly whirlies and double deckers through a little slat in my igloo and i stayed there it was good brilliant I was I was gonna get I was gonna get a tenner if I stayed there all day, but some bastard knocked it over like within an like an hour before it yeah. was I was gonna get my tenner. I was fizzing like it. I was also hyper as fuck because I'd been on like boosts all day and in, in Mars bars. <laughs> Just be running around this little igloo. Oh, what you don't walk it walk it over? Ooh. Yeah. I used to be like I used to be like that. Like I wasn't allowed certain uh, sweets when I was younger. But what we used to do at school was uh, this new vending machine got put in. You know those um, they sort of spin around in a circular fashion. And oh then yeah. You open, you, you're and then you open the door to the section that you want. So like one level will be like sweets, one will be like sandwiches, and one will be Capri Suns. I know this, yeah. Uh, 
you know that that form yep. event not your not your vintage retro vending machine where you have to battle with a flap to get you know it's one of these new ones that you always win at you don't there's no yeah chance of losing at them so what we used to do is we'd uh <laughs> we'd, we'd take we'd buy a capri sun and then quickly just neck it and then blow it back like inhale it back up and then just put it in and then just watch children buy what they think is a nice full refreshing capri sun for just an empty carton Ha 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 ha! It's quite cruel. It is a bit cruel. Like what we used to do is like we had the old school ones, so like we used to like get forks and get elastic bands together so that we could actually make a tool. I mean, the first <laughs> two rows they were they were game on. Eh? If yeah. you wanted if you wanted like if you wanted a Snickers, you were fucked. But polos and. <laughs> Polos, polos, and your smaller snacks like chumps and stuff. They were like they were Freddo's, Freddo's are keen. Uh, I don't know if we had Freddos. I think they would have get got lost between the loops. Eh, they're half a small buggers. Eh, and you have those yeah, like they... hard fizzy sweets. I can't remember what they were called. Oh, fizzy Frosties. Jer- yeah, Frosties. Jer- Frosties as well. Yeah, cola Frosties, and then there were the the red ones, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. The only problem was. Oh, carry on. No, carry on. Carry on. <laughs> No, no, no. To be honest, I was just going to utter absolute shite and uh, I think you can see me on that one. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was just going to say that any of those small sort of sweets like Frosties and Polos and Fizzy Jerks, they were just like weaponry to us. Like, you'd just buy them in bulk and then just throw them at people. Well, yeah, when when I was in Burns, I I had like 40p and that could have bought me like two, I can't remember, the Fizzy Jerks, I think. And then so I put in one, I got two, so I thought, well, I've still got another 20p, so I'll get another one. And I got four, and then I just used them in the classroom just to throw at girls I fancied. That That's amazing. Like, I bet you remember that day vividly. Like, oh, the day that I got four packs for, like, the price of two packs. That's awesome. That's like finding another sachet in your pot noodle thing. You oh. know, that's like oh, that's yeah. the jackpot. Yeah, it was a CD Sanchez. I think it was 2006, and it was a summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that used to, yeah, like, we'd sit around, like, Vietnam veterans just discussing, like, the day when we got, like, an extra pack of experiment polos. <laughs> well, that's like when that's I was in primary heavy. school, when I got the j- little Jaffa cakes, you know, that came in six packs, and there was the yeah. orange tub. And it's whenever you got an extra one of those, you just, the day could not go wrong from there. Look at you, they always used to steal my Jaffa, eh? I used to get Jaffa cakes with no Jaffa. I was raging, eh? I've never had a no Jaffa Jaffa cake. It's shit. It's really shit, eh? No wonder they put the Jaffa in them. They'd be boring without it, eh? Yeah, it's just chocolate on a bit of cake. It's the main, it's the main, it's the main part of the, the advertising marketing campaign as well as the confectionery itself, isn't it? The Jaffa part. Well, yes, it is a major selling point to us. <laughs> Uh, yeah, school was good back in the day. So what's good about school? Sweets and vending machines. Yeah. yeah. That's basically it. An igloo. Uh, pretty much. Oh, and, uh, and another thing we did with those new vending machines, because like, we were in sort of six year when they sort of came about, because I'm quite old. But um, like uh, another thing we did was this guy would always play one game on his N64 in the common room and we didn't like the game so we just took all his components and just put them in that vending machine in various shelves <laughs> we had to pay like <laughs> had to buy his stuff back <laughs> and like he was like oh well I play this game I'm on a free period or whatever like that and then we'd all chuckle because he said period and then we'd chuckle even more because we knew that he'd have to spend about seven quid to get his game to play There'd be no time to really get into a game once you've bought it back. I mean, the anger would take over the relaxing sensation of playing, say, Donkey Kong or whatever it was. Mario Kart, I think it was. That was like the old joke in school. Uh, what was it like? Like a teacher you hate is like, uh, why Why is Mrs. Gray so angry? Because she has 28 periods a week. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Uh, Mrs. Gray, was she actually a teacher? Yeah, Mackie, she was married to Mr. Gray. She- is he the math teacher? Yeah, she was the like modern studies teacher, I think. Ah, uh, got you, got you. Yep. Big fat and ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great if she ever tunes in. Just thinks, oh, I wonder what uh, James Smith's up to these days. Oh, he's in a podcast with Jamie. I, I talk both of them. I think big fat and ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant self-esteem. Who cares? She's just a teacher. She has no soul. 
Quite right, quite right. Those, those who can't do teach and those who can't teach, teach PE. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Did yeah, you have... Um, who was that pedo teacher that was in PE and Mackey? Oh, Montgomery. Yeah, Mr. Montgomery. He just watched the boys shower and shit like that. He was what? funny. He was so funny. I remember we we had this. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to say names, right? We had this. We had this fat <laughs> kid, right? We had this fat kid, right? And so uh, <laughs> we're all like get, getting changed. We're taking our tops off, right? And Monty walks in, right? Walks right over to this fat kid. We'll call him Bob, right? He walks over to Bob. And he actually just grabs a titty and just starts shaking and goes, "Ash this puppy fat, ash this puppy fat, Bob. Don't worry, a couple of years that'll be all gone. I'll be just puppy fat, eh?" Jeez. I don't think I've ever laughed so much in my life. Oh, the, the, one of the funniest things I laughed at was quite a, it's quite, it's quite touched. This teacher and he walked in the room and we had an exam to do or like a like a close reading test in English and he walked in and went, I've just came across some sheets and that made me laugh for about two weeks because <laughs> he found the exam papers and he went, I've just came across these sheets here and that's, and that's enough. That's brilliant. This broken. I also remember um, this other teacher was a woman she was also a bit uh, touched. We had to be at work at Banff Academy but... Um, <laughs> She, she, um, she was. She, I saw her fall down three flights of stairs with an entire staff room's tray of food, and it was one of the fun. You know, when you're not meant to laugh, someone's in real physical danger, but because it's a teacher, they deserve it. Sort of in your mind. So just watching a sort of elderly, daughtery woman just fall down so many stairs with food everywhere, just still a highlight. That would have done it for me, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. The amount of teachers I could have actually pushed down those stairs. Uh. Yeah. Why do they have stairs in schools? They're so bloody treacherous. I know. They've got stairs and then they sell like deep fried pies. It's like, Christ's sake. Yeah, we we did have a lift, but you'd only allowed to use it if you were like, if you had like a medical problem or something like that, which seemed a bit I'm a lazy a bit twat, eh? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just asked. lazy. <laughs> got Emmy. Yeah, Emmy. <laughs> um, yeah, but so what we used to do was we'd just run down and press all the buttons and all the floors for the lift because uh, we knew that something, some kid with crutches would just be late for his lunch. He deserves it. He's not going to take the stairs. Yeah, what is it with those kids? Like they just had like like oh I hurt my my foot a little bit and they get off fifteen minutes early from class to go to lunch. Yeah, I remember one guy at my school was ingenious. He just kept a crutch from like a previous injury and just like hobbled about in it all the time just to get out half an hour early every time. I was For raging. a kid, that is pretty good, eh? Yeah, it's yeah, quite you, clever. You're raging, you didn't think of it, eh? Hmm. And if you did it, you'd be the one under suspect because you think you're just... Yeah, I'd be like a copycat. You're just... But he's doing it. No, he's he's literally disabled. The amount of kids with wheelchairs who probably don't need... I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Just go down the scrapyard, get a wheelchair. Bob. So we were, did, did you do anything like uh, Dusty? You didn't stay on until your final year. No. Did you? I hate it. Did, did you, Jamie? I did, yeah. For all did, the good it did, man. Yeah, I did too. Did you do any like like last day pranks or anything? Um. Yeah, yeah, we, oh, we had a sheep for ages. I, Dusty, you'll remember that bit, like, you know, down past the viaduct, like, at the back of the playing field. Oh, yeah. There's, like, that viaduct bit. We found a sheep there, right? So we, like, we had that for ages, and then we went back on the last day, and it was gone. We were gutted. Uh, um, apart from that, I can't think of anything spectacular. We took a heap of frogs in and let them off in class, <laughs> but, I mean, uh and someone pelted Mrs. McDonald with an egg. I pelted her. It was brilliant. Eh? Yeah, Mackie was just flowering eggs on the last day of the six years. Yeah, because no one was there, to be honest. Yeah. We did, um, what did we, well, for, I've got sort of three stories. Like when I was in first year, uh, I sort of knew what a couple of the six years, because like, you know, when you're younger, if you sit up the back of the bus, you're sort of safe. So I used to speak to them because they used to BMX and all that. And what they did was they broke into a, 
a principal's office and um, played Blink-182 family reunion through the tannoy, through the whole school, and then got suspended like the day before the last day. It's brilliant, though. You know how that song's just like, just a, just a litany of swear words, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> through the whole school. That was amazing. And uh, what we did, we wanted to do a sheep-based, it's funny you should speak a sheep, but we wanted to do a sheep-based thing where you get um, three sheep and then you paint one on the number one on one the number two on another one the number four on uh on the third sheep so that the whole school's just looking for number three yeah i've heard but shit it, tons but, of people talk it, about that yeah but it never happened they yeah. did do that in a fraser and the other story was they like all the hard kids who left in fourth year like to just go and like be hard full time they were fed up doing it on a part-time basis they went to be like hard all day every day without the school in the middle they just they just battered our techie teacher tipped his car <laughs> tipped his car that's what they did what was it it was a posh school in Aberdeen that they had like a proper like an engineering class for fifth and sixth year and for their last day prank they just dismantled their teacher's car and put it on the roof that yeah. is brilliant but I mean that that, that's what you get for teaching kids how to dismantle cars really exactly exactly I mean, what what's the best we could have done? Eh, you know, I'm trying to think. Did we could have drawn on someone... it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, we could have yeah, just taken a dump on the windscreen. That's it. Cock and balls. That's about it. What we did was we put sardines in all the heaters, and um, stuff like that, and put fish in teachers' desks and that. But it was never anything as good as like animal-based or like tipping a car, putting one on the roof. One never. Of... You... It's too much time. The one I remember from first year was that they put fish paste on all the um, stairway banisters. So whenever you put your hand on it, it just stunk like fish the whole day. That is oh, quite God. Oh. That's quite a good one. I, I was, uh, I was like one of my pals' uh, younger sister. Um, she was speaking about um, their like last muck up day or whatever they call it, and um, apparently someone like. Where you in the like um in the canteen like you can basically just like grab a sandwich from one of the things, and inside one of the sandwiches was a live fish, a live fish. <laughs> I mean that must have been that must have been done quite regimentally. It would have just sort of been like, would no one have noticed like someone walking around with a fish bowl, you know, sort of looking a bit suspicious. Apparently <laughs> not. Just... Yeah, that would take. I would take at least a few dry runs just to see how it goes. Yeah, I wonder how many fish there were that were that died. Uh, oh. I mean, maybe if it wasn't wriggling, someone maybe ate one. You know. Oh, that's not eating a live fish. Um, no, muck up muck up days were pretty tame for myself. Um, have you ever had a good exit from like a workplace? I've had one of those. That's good fun. Um, no, uh, well... I haven't really had enough jobs to merit that, to be honest. Yeah, my last job, all I did was steal biscuits as my way of getting back at them for such a shitty job. Because <laughs> I worked in a care home, I just thought, well, oh, there's biscuits there, just put them in my bag, just stole shit tons of biscuits and just came home and ate them. You do that, though, don't you? You think, I deserve this. I deserve, I deserve those fig rolls. They should be in my Make, belly. Making up my wages with Garibaldi. Mm. Yeah, selling them on the side, like standing on street corners. He's got a long overcoat, just dishing out broken custard creams. I'll give you half. I'll give you, half. you only need half. <laughs> Have you got any breakaways? No, I don't do that hard shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mental. I'm just, I'm just a lower class biscuit dealer. I've got a couple of pink wafers. I had Ice Gems the other day. That was awesome, eh? Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I haven't had, like, oh, what was it? You got chalk? No, that wasn't. It was, oh. I think you did get chocolate ones. Yeah, the chocolate ones. I can't remember. So wasn't there a polar bear? bear yeah, you, you, did get, you did get chocolate ones then, like sort of mixed fruit they were called, but they weren't. They were just... Hey, Dusty, how can you like Ice Gems? Last night we spoke about your distaste for icing. As I icing like in the chocolate cheapest. ones. Oh. <laughs> Oh, Dusty, are you get against the icing as well? I hate icing on it. I hate it. I hate it. Uh, See, I'm I bought alone. It. I'm just a man alone now. Yeah, icing's a icing's a waste of a good cake. It's just like it's it's too much. It's just too much. <laughs> I 
<laughs> no, I like I like your your sponge and your jam, and that yeah, that's you done. That's a cake. That is a cake. Yeah, maybe with a bit of chocolate on the top, maybe. Chocolate cream's fine. You can get away with chocolate cream. It's all right, but icing's just oh, mental. Or melted chocolate, and that hardens on the top, so it's all crunchy and soft at the same time. You've thought about this, yeah, yeah. That's that's that sounds pretty good to me. Well, I'm I don't know, bakery, like, so you know, if you want some cakes, call me up. Tidy, tidy. Do you actually work in a bakery? No, I don't work in a bakery, but I can fucking bake like no business. <laughs> That's quite, that's quite a, like it's going quite, out of fashion, eh? I bake like there's no tomorrow. Say that in anything, Dusty. Dusty, do you work in a shoe shop? No, but I can tie my laces. It's a but, bit arbitrary. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to work in a bakery to be good at baking, do you? I'm not saying that. I'm not. No. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you sort of opened that. Do you want some cakes? As though you had stockpiled cakes that you could give Jamie. Oh, that would be. Oh, I'd love to work in a bakery. Just do that. Like feed my mates pies and cakes on the side did you uh, there was a thing uh, that um i can't remember what it was on but it was no fielding said he had one job well big and he fat worked quiz. In a, he, uh, yeah it was a big fat quiz the latest one and he worked in a bakery and he, he lost one day because the owner went away at lunchtime he came back and he was just flying on the floor eating all the cakes <laughs> he got he got fired i think it's brilliant i'd love to be a baker because you get up at like what three o'clock in the morning and you're finished your job by what eight in the morning? So that's your that's your day done. You just got the rest of the day party. Uh, not really, not really. Eight in the, my mate uh, used to work in the local baker's. He started at five and then finished at two. I think so. It's pretty good. Mm. Well, the one in Burnley starts about four. So yeah. Yeah, but the, the only thing is, though, once you're finished, all your mates are at like normal work, aren't they? So what you're gonna do? Go home and then you'll get a bit sleepy and then you'll have a nap and then you'll be fucked. Just become an alcoholic well that is always that that's always an answer to anything isn't it just just as long as the just as long as the cakes don't suffer you know yeah but they might have a little bit extra gin in them that's that's fine i can deal with that that's fine i mean i'd say a little bit of gin would go well with a peppermint slice but you know don't be putting that shit in my donuts no um, isn't peppermint like extract like 99.9 percent alcohol or some ridiculously high i did not know that um, I could believe it though. I've got no reason not to believe it. I could Google it. Yeah, I'm googling. <laughs> Keats just asked me who's the special guest on the podcast, and I just got all mystical and went, "Oh, you'll find out, Pete. You'll find out." <laughs> just you wait, Pete. Just you wait. And he's now mate, he's now asking questions. Is it Piper? Is it Forbes? No, no, no. Oh no, it's no, it's no one as good as that. Calm down, eh? Right, it's peppermint. Like ninety-three percent alcohol. So where does it go wrong then? I don't know. Because I mean, hmm. I think we just need more of it. Is that it? We just need a shitload of peppermint. Yeah, and like the first thing that came up when I typed in peppermint extract alcohol, um, it said like it's underage drinking equals awesome, and it's just put it in the guy just put it in Coke. It's weird tasting, but it'll get you drunk. That's that's good advice. That's good advice. So that's before one gig, I'm just gonna get hammered on peppermint extract and coke, and then tell the audience about my experience on it. I'll come to that. Like, I'll definitely come and see that. What about nutmeg? Apparently, you can get mental on nutmeg. Eh? Oh, that's that's a myth. I tried that. Oh, is it? There's nothing. Maybe it was the wrong nutmeg or the wrong dosage, but nothing happened. Just got stomach aches. So if that's what high is, then I was flying. But... And there's cough syrup as well. There's that one. Yeah, that actually is real, I think. People get addicted to that. What, cough syrup? Yeah, you can... Yeah, a lot of um, al- alcoholics drink. Christ, I'm not surprised. Have you ever tried Night Nurse? It's fucking mental. <laughs> it's not what... Um, yeah. Who is it? Keith Chegwin. Like when he had to give up alcohol, his like wife like threw out all the alcohol in the house, so he just got hammered on night nurse. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend! It's the reason why they've taken a lot of alcohol out of uh, uh, mouthwash as well, isn't it? Yeah, because Google alcoholics it. drink it. Oh my god! I just googled Keith Ke- uh, Keith Kegwin. Keith no, that's Keith Chegwin. Keith Chegwin, and um, yeah, one of the photos on the images is just him. Bare chested, showing his guns. Ooh, cheggers. I'm gonna cheggers, you saucy bastard! Oh my god, here he's he's quite a fan of this like 
nudie stuff, eh? I'm not surprised. With a body Cop. like his, I'd show it off, eh? He's actually got quite a nice body for his age. <laughs> he's, he's got a nice body for, for a woman, eh? <laughs> Keith Chegwin's naked game show has topped a chart of the UK's worst programmes. He's just showing what? it all off. That's ridiculous. No wonder he was hammered. <laughs> and Noel Edmonds is still working. What a cunt. I know. I know. Anything past, anything past um, house party is just... Rubbish. He should have gave up after house party. That was I know. He needs to get his arse back to crinkly bottom, eh? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, did, Jimmy, did you ever uh, remember? I don't know because Dusty's quite a young, a young scamp. But did you ever remember when they released the the uh, crinkly bottom uh, scratch and sniff cards? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I do, I do, I do. Um, yeah. Oh, didn't you get them in like some sort of like teen magazine or something? Or was yeah, it? Yeah, well, I, I've have just, just got a vivid memory of buying one when like my dad went to get petrol from a garage. They were just sort of selling them in the garage. It's quite a vivid memory for such a boring anecdote. Didn't they do that for comic relief as well? They had a scratch and sniff comic relief. I'm not sure. Probably, yeah. I don't want to Google scratch and sniff because it's probably just going to come up with porn. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine a Kerry Katona scratch and sniff? That'd be fucking oh. rancid, eh? Just pork, oh. pork rinds and cooking. Just just debt all in, debt all in woe. Yeah. Pete's now listing uh, just names. He's correctly guessed you, Jimmy. All right. Well, I thought done, he was just going to start like listening like Christian Bale, Brad Pitt. And <laughs> just throws in Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, we've, we've got it on. No, this show is quite sexist because it is called These Charming Men, not Women. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... That doesn't mean women to... aren't charming. But they're not oh, men. No, exactly. It does. <laughs> Could get Lady Gaga on, because that is a bit of a loophole. Yeah, there's a bit of both going on there. Uh. Yeah, she's mixing, she's mixing uh, surf and turf, isn't she? Grape and grain. Grape. <laughs> Which one's the? I'm, grape I'm trying to figure that one out. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna leave that one actually. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dusty, go and field your genie question, to Jamie. Speaking of inventions. Right. So, um. A genie comes up to you. Well, you rub the lamp. Genie pops out and he says, "Oh, I'll make you something. No wishes. I'll make you an invention because I'm an inventor." Genie, what would what do you want? What machine or thing would you like from this genie? Um, something that can wipe me of all DNA and identity. Hmm. That's, See, that's a proper good one. <laughs> I said money machine. And I said old conversation recorder where I could just go back in time and record old conversations and listen to them again. I'll see they're both actually better than mine. Yeah, no, I like that. Not really. Yours is probably the best out of the three now. You've got like an element of crime that you could have a plan. Plus with all our three together, we could go back, take a conversation, like it could be a, a criminal, like it could be used as evidence. We could use Robin's Mooney money dip duplicate <laughs> Mooney, Mooney machine oh, Mooney duplicator, uh, to, <laughs> like, go to Mexico and we'll use Jamie's machine to wipe us of all identity aye it'll be a fun time of raping for all okay, well all but one well yeah yeah or, or however many you never know be loaded and untraceable so you might get you'd get a taste for it exactly and then I mean, I mean we could we could we could go back in time and, like, you know, take tips off of, oh, Christ, there you go. You don't get many famous dead rapists, eh? You don't get any <laughs> legendary rapists. Does that mean it's fairly new? Or does that mean people have just started saying no recently? I don't know. Well, Mike Tyson is a famous rapist, but he's not dead. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Did he rape someone? Yeah. Tyson properly full-on went for it. Yeah, it was before Hangover happened, but, you know... He like yeah, you raped someone. That's why people hated him. And he also he pinched someone's ear as well. And just uh, yeah, I know that. Yeah, we all know that. He was mental for a while. He used to say like in promos for boxing matches, like he was having a rematch against Evander Holyfield, and he said that he was gonna like eat their kids. That's crazy. Like he was properly mental. He's like, I'll make oh, I'll make a widow out of your wife and then eat your kids. 
Like, so Holyfield, what are you going to do to him? Uh, probably. I'm just going to punch him in the face. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> going to do a bit of Queen. David Queensbury rules boxing. I don't know why he's got infanticide mixed up with what boxing is, but nevertheless. <laughs> My sister had the nickname Miss Tyson because she got into a fight with a guy and she just bit a chunk out of his arm. Holy shit, was that your sister? Yeah, that's my big sister. She was in my year at school, eh? Alright, I might ask her if she knows you. Was it you she bit? Um, yeah, so better not ask her because it was, it was a sore subject. In all fairness, I did steal her cheese toasty um, from the canteen, so I deserved it. That's, that's quite funny because she's in the same years now as you and she's now married with a kid. Oh, don't I? <laughs> Christ. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. a, a husband and a husband in a sling. Yeah, I, she doesn't cross the line. Sling. Was he always in it? No, <laughs> not before no, he met her. I meant because she's bit his arm. <laughs> uh, that's right, that's Miss Mrs. Tyson. Yeah, obviously, not as mental as that. John Mike Tyson, who who did uh, rape people. Jeez, not people. Was it just one? I don't know if it was just one. I know he he is a rapist. I like the way I prefix one with the word just, as though like, well, one's all right. You can let one slide. I'm sure one's as bad as ten. because I mean, if if you don't try it, how do you know that you don't like it? You know, you try everything once, two, and put it back in your pants, you dirty bastard. You know. I mean, how do you get into raping? Really, is there a sort of easier way into it, or do you just jump in at the deep end? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the careers advice, advisor left that one totally off the scale. You know, it was all engineering stuff. There was there was nothing about the old rape. Uh, um, I had to get that apprenticeship all by myself. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether it's passed down like from father to son, like tips or something. It probably is passed down from father to son. I'd imagine if there was a, a bit of rape, there'd be a bit of Maybe a little bit of pedo in there. I don't know. Do they have a little like they have a little conflab? See which chemicals the best: chloroform or hypnol. I wonder. Eh? And I actually, you said the word conflab there. Thank you. It's usually just what I call uh, fat prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. I like that. Uh, oh, thanks. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's. Obviously, for a greater good that we really aren't interested in sort of non-consensual aggressive. Yeah, because when I asked that question, if I did get a, a, a well-worded response, I would have been a bit wary of either of you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, if, yeah if like me and Jamie had together gone through the step-by-step guide of how you get into it, you'd sort of end the call. I'd just end it and then lock my door. And then we'd Probably appear. From, house, yeah. we, then we'd appear from your cupboard and then game on. Well, there has been noises coming from that cupboard. Uh, it's not me. I I love how I'm progressing tonight. I I started off as uh, I started off as Jamie. Then I turned into a rapist. Now I'm a gay rapist. Brilliant. <laughs> eh? It's brilliant. Doesn't really matter. Just put a wig on me, and then it's not really that gay. Exactly. Exactly. It's not, it's not. It's not gay if you don't push back. Yeah. Exactly. It's not. So it, it does, yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is really sort of a mode of a career-ending podcast and a career-making. I thought we'd get some fans. You know, people know like our sense of humour, and when we've got gigs and that bit, we really are just unveiling dark traits. Mike Tyson might enjoy it though. I'd be brilliant if he was listening. <laughs> Yeah, quite yeah, funny. I might, I might send him an email there, uh, just let him know. Just let him know. Here, Mike, with that face tattoo, do you, you might enjoy this podcast. It's called These Charming Men. Podomatic.com. Yeah, but then it. Oh, go on. I was just going to say, there's been nothing charming about this conversation. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but I was going to say that if Mike Tyson told you he was quite charming, if he went, I'm charming, you'd obviously agree, wouldn't you? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, no, Mike, you're not charming. I'd say, of course you are, Mr. Tyson. Yeah, you wouldn't say, you You look like a sluggish yob, you brute, would you? You'd go like, oh, you're probably the definition of charming. That face tattoo just really makes you handsomer. And might I say, <laughs> you're looking very dapper tonight, Mr. Tyson, very dapper <laughs> indeed. Yeah, may I say you're accoutrement uh, <laughs> in the form of your facial tattoo and your crying girlfriend really show you it's quite a sophisticant. <laughs> now, can you please let go of me? I have other pizzas to deliver 
Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> please take me out of the boot of your car. <laughs> I always get stuck in the boot of the car, eh? You know, whenever there's like not a seat left, I'm always in the boot of the car. I think that's how I'm gonna die, eh? I've only Be done like... that once, and well, it was like my mate got in the boot on the way there, and I was in the boot on the way back. But when my mate was in the boot, I just threw things at him and like punched him because it was like an open at the boot. It didn't have that little cardboardy bit, the the felt yeah. thing. So we're just like throwing skateboards on top of them because we were dicks. I bet you were regretting that when you were in the boot on the way back. They didn't actually do anything to me on the way back. Oh, quite a, quite a, quite a, uh, quite the governor of that car journey, were you, Dusty? Yeah, I was. That's what you get for being the funny one in a group. You were still in the boot, though. In all fairness, uh, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I volunteered because I thought, oh, it'll be fun. It is quite fun, eh? It is it quite is fun. Quite, it should go over a bridge or something. There's sort of a giddy wave of... <laughs> Plus there's the thing of you don't know where you're going if if there is that bit on the <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, you're, you're going, you get in someplace and you get out and it's completely different. It's like a, yeah, well, that is, that, Dusty, that is in essence a journey, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like <laughs> if you don't know where you're going, the car's like turning, you're like, Whoa, what's going to happen? Where are we going to end up? Yeah, and then it's just oh, I'm home. I doubt kidnapped victims see the same, really. Yeah, well, they they've got a bag in their head as well, so they don't. I don't think they're like, oh yeah, now I'm in an abandoned warehouse. Oh, why is there pliers sitting on that workbench? Oh, what fun! Yeah, yeah. Speaking of kidnap, I was in a movie where I was kidnapped, and it's on YouTube. Sharp. Where? It's called Mister Right. It? It's thirty nine minutes long. Yeah, I don't have thirty nine minutes, but I'm gonna check that out, Mister Wright. Spelt with a W, yeah. Yeah, I was meant to be in that, wasn't I? But I wasn't. Yeah, palsy was. Uh, well, let me explain. Palsy is just this bitch we know. It's called palsy because she uh, speaks like in abbreviations <laughs> and shit. So it sounds like she has cerebral palsy and she's trying to say real words. Oh, that is brilliant, yep. <laughs> I, I think I'll find... No, I was going to take credit for that, but I don't want to, because people will know exactly who we're speaking about. Yeah, Dusty came up with that. Yeah, I came up with it. <laughs> Thanks for all the complaints. <laughs> yeah, but she, I was meant to be in it, wasn't I? I was meant to be her boyfriend in the film and get mugged or something, yeah. or beaten up, and then she gets raped or something, but the weather was bad. Or, yeah, and she didn't actually turn up to the shoot, so it was just... Um, the director's friend just got mugged in that scene. So it was. See, that's, that's why she's a dick. Yeah. She's just a bad person. Hitler, basically, <laughs> with tits. Yeah, I used to call her Lady Hitler. I think, I think you've spoken to me about her before, Robin. That sounds very familiar. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she, was, I mean, what, you... she sat in the front row at, what was it, one of your comedy gigs, Robin? She didn't laugh. Oh yeah, that that was an awkward gig. I think that was your first one at Snafu, Jimmy. That one with the no, oh, no, it wasn't that one. That one, that was the one with the hen party, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Was, was that a, was that a different one? That was a really awkward sort of seated seating pattern of um, women. <laughs> yeah. We'll say <laughs> no one is really allowed it. But they know who they are. Dusty will definitely keep it in. I won't actually. Just... I don't want to paint you too badly, Robin. I wrote about it in a blog, didn't I? Vaguely, but... Yeah. Now it's in an audio format, so they can hear the awkwardness. Yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, that that gig at, um... That snappy one with the hen party was quite fun, actually. I liked that one. That was good, yeah. It was, uh... It was just... It was... It was just unnerving, because, like, that was, uh... Yeah, that that was like my first sort of like proper gig, like yeah. apart from like little shitty bits, um, and yeah, so like we'd been at a bar beforehand, just sinking a couple of pints, and we saw this, we saw these um, these three women with the cowboy hats, and so they're like sort of mouthing off and blah blah blah, and so then they're like, oh, what are you guys doing tonight, lads? What are you guys doing tonight? And so then um, <laughs> Q pan nips. We're going to a comedy gig, eh? And I was just sort of like looking at him like, you fucking dick. And I was like, shut up, shut up. And then he was like, what you going to a comedy gig for? Are you as poofs or something? You know, just like giving it all this sort of thing. Yeah. And then Pat was just like, no, my pal Jamie, 
he's going to be on at it. And they were like, are you Jamie? And I'm just sort of like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But no, they they firmly established I was Jamie. And so Panips actually managed to convince these three women to come along to this gig. I had three fans before I'd even played. Um, And then, yeah, when I I saw that everyone else was just going to rip into them, I thought, fuck it, take no prisoners. eh?" Yeah, it was like, uh, well, they came in and... I spoke to Ray, he, he hosted that night, and uh, I went, oh, there's a hen party in, just so you know, and he was like, oh, cheers, and then he went on, sort of towed into them, and then you went on, and I'd never seen you, so I thought, oh, gee, this is sort of like the first time, well, the first time I've seen him, I wonder how he deals with the hecklers, because I didn't know, well, I sort of knew, I gauged that you must have known them from before, because you went on. Well, I, I really didn't, I mean, like, they, yeah, they but... were heckling me in the pub, eh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So, uh, not that you are mates or whatever, but I knew, like, you've got to be on more terms than complete strength. Steal a hat, although from a hen party, it's quite a, an easy thing to do, steal a hat. And you went that brilliant line about, um, that was the easiest blowjob I've ever gotten. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. like, oh, well, if, uh, I've never seen him before, and he just towed into them, so now I'm on after them, so I guess I'll have to. And I'd never dealt with, like, hecklers or that before, so it was proper exciting. Yeah. Because I think that properly, like, I don't know, for me in that, when I, like, shot back at them, and man, it was, like, funny, but, like, improv, obviously, because you're not going to expect the heckle that sort of seals your, like, excitement of doing stand-up, really, because you're like, oh, I can put down a heckler. Yeah. yeah. So I it's don't know. Fun. It's, it's, uh, oh, hecklers. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm not, not saying I'd prefer them to not heckle, of course. No, 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 no. But you feel quite giddy when you manage to put them down. Yeah. Or, I'd prefer a heckler to a noisy bastard, eh? Oh, Just yeah, to get well, some interaction with a, a yeah. heckler. You're lucky you you played Blue Lump instead of a, a music gig then. Oh, that was fucking god-awful. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. That was dire. That was the night after the Montrose gig, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just getting that reaction out of you. Um, yeah. That's that's the one that'll always get it from here. Oh, you'll you'll find a worse gig. No. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. But I always think those. I'm maybe one of the few that are quite excited about like horrible gigs because they're always the funniest in hindsight. Like the amount we laughed about um, that music gig afterwards. Dusty was like, yeah, it's because the promoter like, was just very scared about us because we were just like trying to derail her night after the my first bit because we we're like, oh fuck these musicians, and one of them tried to make a joke. It's like, oh, it's better music than oh, it's some shit. But it was a no, he said, he was uh, you know, he said, uh, <laughs> he said, uh, let's uh, let's hope there's no more comedy on tonight just before Gregor went on. So, yeah, that pretty much that's before Gregor went on. That's pretty much the defining point about that. And he just Gregor just went mental, didn't he? Yep, literally lost his mind. Literally really? shouted, I'm superior. I've got the shouty wand. Yeah. I want to see Gregor go mental. Eh? Sounds like so much fun. Yeah, watching someone go nuts is quality. Uh, like we did, it, there was a gig at Tunnels, and uh, Dave Wanless did a set, and he spoke to me and Gregor for roughly about eleven minutes beforehand, and he just lost his mind when he was on stage, just totally took it out of one poor audience member. It was the most funny thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that's one thing I've learned how to put up with his Robin and Gregor talking to me before a gig. It's just like, uh, uh, uh what? Yeah, you've sort of steeled yourself against it, but yeah, because uh, it does take patience and nerves of steel to sort of not let it phase you, because you just speak utter insanity, and then you try and get me to do things that I'm not going to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're sort of a, a veteran of putting up with me in sort of supermarkets and shopping centres, anyway. So you're... yeah, there was that one thing where we were passing Argos in the Saint Nicol, uh, not Saint Nick's, the Trinity Centre. And then you went on for literally 10 minutes say, dude, to go into that Argos and buy a buggy and then just pretend you've got a baby in it and get people to help <laughs> you to carry it down the stairs. <laughs> I can't even so remember funny. that. I, I can't. Even can. It was just like we were on our way to Starbucks because that was our little thing. We just went to Starbucks after college and then you literally were just like, oh, it would be funny. I was like, 
Robin, I'm not doing it. I don't have the money for a buggy in the first place. So, oh, but it'll be funny. Think of what people will think. And I was like, Robin, people will just think I'm mental. Why don't you do it? It's like, no, it's better if you do it. <laughs> it's always yeah. better if someone else does it. And so, then I, pl- I placed the double dare on you and you still wouldn't do it even though I double dared you. I was pretty annoyed. So would you have something wrapped up, like in a blanket or something? No, just empty and then pretend it's a baby. See, like I'd maybe go for like a like a pack of Findus Crispy pancakes or just something totally just daft to get people. <laughs> and then like... I'd, I'd do like a little trick where my Findus Crispy pancakes fall out the buggy and I'd cause a whole scene crying about my baby and stuff. And, oh, know, yeah, that'd be, br- it'd be a brilliant sketch just to do. See, if I was going to do it, I'd go full bore mental and have like a baby pig in it or something weird. Yeah. Just like a like a little kitten just sitting in it getting trolleyed about by a madman. I would, I would probably, I'd probably go the other way and just have like a full, a full grown-up lady in it. <laughs> <laughs> just, oh my little, my little baby! I'm fifty-eight. Shut up! You're not. You're my baby. Would you get your nipple out for her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'd, I'd tee it up big style. 